welcome to episode five of Shane Talks. It's a five dollar bin, y'all. If you've been listening, you've heard Jason Richardson mention multiple times on these podcasts the movies which he has bought in the infamous Walmart five dollar bin. So we decided that Jason Mayer and I were going to take a night and just talk to him about all these movies and see if Jason and I would have paid five dollars for him. So it's a little bit different format this week. Jason Richardson is going to be basically in charge, telling us the movies. And uh, then Jason Mayer and I are going to be judging them and whether or not we would have spent the money on it, too. So, as always, I got Jason Mayer with me and Jason Richardson. And I'm going to throw the ball over to Jason Richardson. Let's see your first $5 bin movie, buddy. Well, first off, I have to say, I, uh, on a weekly basis, uh, try to raid the $5 bin at Walmart. um, Just because it's kind of a fun little hobby thing now. So... Um, this is one of my favorites from the 80s. Um, I'm sure Jason Mayer will agree with this, but it would be Stallone Cobra. I'd pay $5 for that. Oh, I totally would pay $5 for that. Yep. It's so bad, it's good. Yo, the and back- disease. And it's yeah, crime is disease. Um, <laughs> I just, I remember seeing this in theaters. I loved it. it it's very short. I mean, it is, I mean, it gets right to the oh. point quickly. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just kind of a, a fun chase them with Bridget Nielsen and some crazy ass weird looking people that actually <laughs> do look scary. Uh, I love his car in that car in that yeah. movie too. That movie, that car is just, oh, so cool. But I just remember going with, uh, my stepdad years ago and we went to Glendale to check it out. And it was just a lot of fun and just brings back a lot of memories. I think it was 1986 that this came out. So, so when I saw this for five bucks, I'm like, uh, yeah. Nice. I want to see more movies do the 90 minute challenge, essentially. Like, can you get your movie right around 90 minutes and then just let me go with it? Um, I don't, I, I would, I don't know. Are the purge movies in that category? Like, I don't know if they're that short or not. I think those they I think they started off short, then they extended themselves a little bit longer. That sounds right. But like like Commando's another example. That's one I got in the five dollar bin. That movie gets right to the point. That's you're in and out quickly. And uh, I just watched that the other day. So um, my next film here, uh, classic from the '80s, and the one that really could uh, put Tom Cruise on the map. So that would be Risky Business. I'd pay five dollars for that. I'm in. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I mean, and you know, it's really weird. It's I don't know if I've watched that in its entirety since I was like ten or eleven. Totally. But imagine when you were ten or eleven, you watched this, though, man. This was like every person's like jerk off movie. (laughs) This this movie was kind of pushed the envelope sexually and. It was hot as a young kid, early teenager back in the day, you know? Oh, yeah. Rebecca D. Mornay is, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so so this is good. So t- this is a win for me, in my opinion. So would you buy it or not? Ooh, I think, yeah, yeah, I could probably spend five bucks on that. Yep, definitely, definitely $5 for me. Okay. Um, the next one here is a quadruple score. All right. All right, $5 bin. Even though uh, one of them's really bad, but I got the quadrility or however you want to call it. Um, all, right. all four Batmans. Oh, def- definitely, dude. Batman one's five dollars alone for me. The other three I'd be getting for free. So, yep, I'm in. Yep, 
I'm uh, definitely uh, the, the funny part for me with that is just thinking of the fact that a movie that movie quadrilogy whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. like the fact that you it was in a five dollar bin like that's kind of ridiculous man you're like i think sometimes they, they they just they're overstocked they just need to get rid of them so yeah sure. it's a buck 25 a, a buck 25 a movie like, really yeah there's, that's yeah. the whole point of the five dollar <laughs> bet and i don't like, hate the I, third one i don't hate it i hate the fourth one but i don't see what the third one yeah, I, I the the five dollar bin is definitely it's so weird though because nowadays with like how everything's gone digital, like I am way more picky because I don't want it to take up more space in my house sure. <laughs> nowadays. So. Well, you know, the, but the but the sad thing about the digital, this is the crazy thing. This is why I like the five dollar bin as well. If you go and you look on, you know, for the the digital on iTunes or some of the other special di- digital um, websites and such. The digital copies are more expensive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous, and they, and they should be they should anything. be cheaper than this, you know, because they're not having to package it up, deliver it, etc. You know, so yeah. that's why I score at the five dollar bin because they're cheaper than buying on the uh, a lot of the digital sites and such. So that is, that is a fact. So the next one is <laughs> classic eighties again. You can see I love I'm, the I'm totally tapping into the eighties here. So. <laughs> I love it. And I know you're gonna love this one. Fast Times at Ridgemont. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. And talk about talk about, you know, yeah. I mean, written written by Cameron Crowe. Sexual I mean, kind of uh, gets you excited as a young. Oh kid. Yeah. yeah. Shane, you have to tell your story about the autograph. Now that we brought this up. I mean, it's I, I met Judge Reinhold at a Heartland Film Festival event, and uh, I literally uh he was he showed up to i don't remember what movie he was there for uh he showed up at castleton arts i was like oh it's judge reinhold that's awesome holy cow he went into his movie i immediately ran over to best buy i bought the vhs copy of fast times at ridgemont high came back when the movie was over he was coming out and i was like hey how's it going again do you mind signing this i ran home and grabbed my copy while you were in your movie and he was like oh you are obviously a fan for sure. Totally signed it for me. Yeah, That's but awesome. what, did he, what did he? Do you remember what he said to his woman or the lady that he brought with him? I do not remember that. When he did it, he he looked. He like grabbed the package and he's sitting there looking at the VHS tape. And he's like, and then he like turns it over and then he looks at the girl. And he's like, "Would you look at me?" Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Like he's he totally he's like ma- cutting on fun himself. of himself when he was looking While at the. While he was about to sign that, like yeah, that that's was, awesome. Was even man. better with him signing it. He was such a classic, nice guy when we met him. Classic movie. Yes, hundred um, percent. Next five dollar bin, still from the eighties, and probably in my all time top twenty of favorite films. Original Porkies. <laughs> I, I I would have to say yes. I'm seeing a theme here, Jaybird. <laughs> Certain things that would happen for a 13 year old boy. Yeah, uh, I I don't love Porky's, but I I I could spend five dollars on it. Dude, I spent like 13 dollars on a Revenge of the Nerds bachelor party double pack. Uh, so I'm in for the Porky's five dollar bin. Porky's is. It's again oh. like American Pie tapped into what Porky's was in the in the eighties. Hundred percent. And 
I remember my parents went to go see it. They wouldn't let me go see it. I really wanted to see it. And then finally, you know, it was at a friend's house one night and we saw it once it hit like video. Nice. And because that was like a no-no for for me back then. And I think Porky's, <laughs> I think Porky's was 80, 80, 81, 82. Somewhere around there, very early 80s. So let so, me be, I'm going to be judgmental for just a small second. Your parents thought it was okay to take you to Halloween. <laughs> Porky's was out of the question. Well, they couldn't get a babysitter, so yeah. <laughs> maybe they didn't want to get a babysitter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. Our next feature, still again, yet in the eighties. Oh yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those those Blu-rays from the five dollar bin that comes with four movies, a four pack or whatever, mm -hmm. however you want to call it. And these are the um, you probably won't be able to see it well, but they're kind of like the, the teen sex romps from the 80s that includes uh, Private Resort, Hard Bodies, Spring Break, and Perfect. I've Four never heard of I've Perfect. never seen, so... I have no idea. They're the, the uh, TNA I, movies from the 80s, man. Okay. Like, I, I mean, if that's how you're going to sell it to me for $5... You might be able to sell it to me that way, but I, I you know what? You can them. borrow this, Shane. You can save right. five dollars and just borrow these. I appreciate that. And That's tap good friendship. Back into the eighties TNA movie, man. I mean, classic, dude, I, classic, classic. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that if I were in the five dollar bin and I saw that, I would probably pass. So, all right, it's all right. That's just those are just fun movies. The spring break type of eighties romp movies, you know. I'm, I'm interested. That I totally out. remember from that period. So Yep. Um, next one here, we're tapping into horror. Okay. And uh, I just found this one maybe, I don't know, three or four months ago. And I jumped up and down. Everybody in Walmart heard me when I found this one. <laughs> this was a major score. And it's the original Phantasm. Okay. I, it's I'm not, I'm not it's so bad movie. now watching it, but it's it was a it was a it was a great horror flick back in its day. Yeah, I, I probably pass on it. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 with Shane on this one. Uh, while it was cool, and I remember the ball being such a like an awesome looking thing, and think it was so cool when I was little. Um, there's nothing in it that makes me go, "Hey, I want to watch that again." So yeah. Okay. Um, this one here I probably got uh, a couple months ago as well in the $5 bin. Only it's DVD mm -hmm. and it's a trilogy and it's the, the Naked Gun trilogy. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that yep. series. I so, never owned it. Never owned it before. And so I was just like, all three movies for five bucks? Hell yes. And the third one's not that good, but the first two alone would make it worth more than You have $5. all three to complete it, right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm following. I feel like they get progressively worse, but for five bucks, I couldn't turn that down either. Okay. Um, this one here, um, I did not find at Walmart. However, I did get it for five bucks. All right. And you could see it. I got it at half price books, four ninety nine bachelor party. Yes. Yep. Told you how much I spent for my copy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm not kidding you when I say that that is probably a top three comedy for me of all time. Um, I, <laughs> dude, 
Tom Hanks doing a grotesque rom-com is absolutely hilarious. It's funny from the beginning to the end. Oh, it still it is does... funny to this date. Oh, absolutely. I still love watching that movie. I And one of the things that Shane and I have always talked about that's driving us crazy about comedies for at least the last 10 years, if not 15, is they are hilarious. They're funny for the first hour and then they decide oh we're gonna be all serious and i hate you and i don't want to be friends with you anymore or we're not getting married anymore for like a 20 minute segment and then it's like oh but then everything's gonna turn out okay at the end and it's like i don't need that bachelor party bachelor party does do that because katana uh tawny katane she she when she finds out about him near the end of the movie she totally like breaks up with them and she's like, oh, I'm so disgusted. This is gross. But it's like, I mean, it's like two or three minutes before everything flips again. And like all of a sudden, it's, and then it ends with that hilarious action sequence going through the, uh, <laughs> the, the mega movie multiplex thing that has the janitor. My favorite part still is uh, who ordered the hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always crack up laughing when I think of the uh that that's so good. Oh is that the footlong? The footlong. <laughs> <laughs> we call you Nick or Mr. Um no, but like um dude the part where he he's like, I think I found her. I'm in love. And then like <laughs> the dude goes over and pees in the toilet standing up. And then he's like <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Like, dude, oh, uh, that, that movie is fantastic. It, hold, it holds up for almost 40 years old. That movie holds up. So, dude, And if nobody listening to this has ever seen Bachelor Party, I'm telling you right now. See the movie. Do yourself the favor of finding somebody who has it if you don't want to pay $5 for it somewhere and watch that movie. Especially, like, like I said, seeing Tom Hanks being like not tom hanks like the way you think of him now like nowadays you think of him as being clean and cut and like wholesome and he's doing mr rogers movies and walt disney movies and like forrest back then man he was just he was just it was that's a raunchy comedy yes very much and you can see it's been consistent with my theme this evening so sure i just love that movie though so sex comedies are all five dollars Exactly. <laughs> um, the next one here again from the '80s, and this is a definitely a cult cult classic. And I'm gonna go on a limb out on the limb and say that you two would, uh, but that would be better off dead. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Total fun movie, and there are some really subtle funny moments in this movie that just still hold up. Well, and not only that, but there's so many like stars before their stars oh, in that sure. film like yeah. jeremy uh pivens in it and um oh and it and most of them are in um john cusack movies all throughout like john cusack's career too yeah. like they just keep popping up better off dead is um <laughs> I, I will always remember it for uh booger being in it oh after sure after being in um, Revenge of the Nerds. And I always remember it. The other reason I remember it is the stop animation to the Van Halen song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. People get the fast food joint. So good. 
Love that movie. Yep. Um, the next movie, again, 80s. And when I found this, I was beyond excited because I hadn't been able to find a copy of this in a while. It is a DVD. And it's probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. And it literally still holds up to this day. There are scenes where I am losing it and literally tearing up. And that goes to Jumpin' Jack Flash. Never seen it. Not a $5 movie for me. I, but I haven't watched it in, uh, in a very long time. When her dress gets life. caught in the paper shredder, that is the funniest comedic moment in a movie and her reaction and it really I think kind of highlighted or showcased Whoopi Goldberg's comedy and in film because I mean she's I mean just a natural at it. So I mean, if you if you get the chance, jump in Jack Flash. Okay. It's just a fun, chasem type uh thrill comedy thriller type. As far as I can remember, it's basically Beverly Hills Cop in like Detroit or something, but with a female instead. I can't remember like a hundred percent. Like, but like that's what I remember. That's what I kind of remember about it was that it was very similar to Beverly Hills Cop. And don't get me wrong, uh, I haven't watched that. Like I said, probably in over twenty years. So yeah. um, I can't say that like I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't buy it if I ran into the $5 bin right now and saw it. But right. uh, I'm not opposed to watching it again and seeing how much I enjoy it here as an adult. So, Well, and I will say, too, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, Jason, you dislike everything. And I'm like, no, I don't like everything. But I think for me, movies hold, um, you know, they're just – it's 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 my way of uh, escapism, and sure. there are a lot of bad movies, there are a lot of great movies, there are a lot of okay movies, but there are a lot of okay's, okay movies and bad movies that I would own because they are like nostalgic to me. They remind me of the time, and like Jumpin' Jack Flash, well, it's not like Academy Award worthy. Um, I went with my cousin and, you know, I wasn't able to drive at the time. And, you know, we would go to Glendale and have dinner before and we would go see the late night movie. And that was one of the movies we went to go see. And we went through this, you know, this period where we would do that often. And it was fun. We went and saw Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Nice. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of like, it takes me back to that. And that's sure. part of the reason, too, I grabbed some of the movies out of the, the and, uh, $5 so for a split second while jason stepped away i will say that i 100 percent agree with you uh on on there are movies that aren't great but that they just hold a nostalgic place because of who i saw that movie with or what like what age i was when i saw that movie or like i saw it at a friend's house or you know i 100 percent agree with you that that's a great thing about oh, sure. about movies and cinema is that is that just just mentioning a movie explodes your brain with the nostalgia of what you did or like why that movie means so much to you so exactly I agree, there's a lot of bad movies that even have that effect on your brain oh gosh yeah um i don't know where jason is but um i'd say my next one here is uh a dvd and <laughs> i saw this on christmas eve years ago and it would have been in the 80s and again, not the greatest movie in the world, but I like all three uh, 
comedians that are in it. Okay. But again, I went with uh, my uncle and we would go to movies on Christmas Eve and we saw this at Los Cherries Tree and it was The Three Amigos. Oh, yeah, that's a $5 movie for me. I mean, that's a, a being a slapstick, silly comedy, man. Like, sure. and all three of them at that time were pretty much at the height of their powers as far as like how funny they were and how calm, like how busy they were with their work at the time. Um, I would definitely pay $5 to watch that. It's They're a, talking about rebooting that at some point too. Yeah, that, that movie though is a movie I was about to say, I don't, I don't think that movie could be made now. Oh no! Oh, sure. There, there, there's too many jokes that would not that would not find its audience now. But Three Amigos would be a, a good one that they should. You know how they bring all these movies back and play them. Uh huh. You know, like at Flicks and like, uh, you know, Regal and stuff. Yep. You know, I, that would that's a kind of turned into a little cult classic. Um, the next one on the list, uh, probably one of my favorite horror movies. I love Stephen King movies. Okay. Uh, and this one's just pure fun. Um, and there's a lot of creepy moments in it too, and that goes to Silver Bullet. Eh, eh, I, I'd probably pass on that. One of my uh, not not my favorite Stephen King movie. That movie was one of the horror movies that like it was probably in a round robin of like that and like six other horror movies that constantly played in my house. Uh, it's freaky. Um, that's the Corey Haynes here, right? The, the yeah, it's Corey Haynes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. doesn't the preacher look like Mike Pence? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Wow, wow. Yes. I I wouldn't go that far, but no. If the preacher in the movie had white hair, it looked like Mike Pence. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, look him up. I'm, I'm taking your word. But uh, yeah, that movie is freaky. I remember thinking that the special effects were kind of hokey the last time I saw it. But again, it's made in the early 80s. It's a low-budget yeah. horror film. Um, I enjoyed it, though. And that, I'd buy that for $5, definitely. Google, when, you, when this is done, Google Mike Pence and then the preacher from Silver Bullet. Okay. And they kind of sound alike, too. Come back. Come back night. <laughs> Um, I didn't know we were going political on this. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not being political. I'm being like, that's literally what I think. I, I'm just messing. You're fine. Um, the next one here is um, a, a double feature. And um, uh, the uh, the third one hopefully will come out this summer at the movies. It's Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure oh. and Bogus Journey. In. That was in percent. I'd pay 20 bucks for it. I'm in. <laughs> 20 bucks. Shane would pay 20 bucks for anything that had Bill and Ted on yep. whatsoever. Give it to me. Um, can, can I pay $5 just for the first one and just act like the second one doesn't exist so much? Uh, oh, sometimes you, you may be curious to want to throw the second one in just to kind of see how bogus it was. <laughs> Dude, it, it's, it's pretty bad, but I, I really enjoy both of them. They're so good. It's like, like, the other, like, it's like the other night. I threw in the Hangover 2, because I just wanted to, and it was actually better than what I had remembered it. Mm. And you know what's weird is I'm hitting that spot with a whole lot of movies now, is where I'm watching something and I'm like, the dialogue's not nearly as bad. Maybe it's because I was I love the the previous one so much, and then now it's I'm lesser. 
Jason, it is 10.30 at night. Why are your kids up? <laughs> All right, next movie. Let's go. That would be a good $5 rental right there. You should see the look that my wife just gave you. <laughs> <laughs> that poor little dude swam his heart out today and took a nap earlier and slept a lot later than normal. So that's why he's He should still be asleep. So. Um, the next one uh, is um, uh, another 80s film comedy that will have a sequel later this year, and that is Coming to America. Oh, yeah, definitely $5 for me. I enjoy it. No question $5. I question why bother with a sequel. Okay, oh, yeah. That but, makes your face make sense, but yes. What? I, um, no need for a sequel. Uh, oh, dude. To be loved! To be loved! <laughs> Shut the bleep up! Oh, man. Oh, All I have to say is, so glow. <laughs> Just let your soul glow. So glow. All right, um, I've got, I've got a bunch of movies here. I'm going to just run real quick through some. Let's do it. Um, this one here, I know you guys would not fall for. But again, this is a nostalgic thing. No. It takes me back to when Chris nope. Schneider and I went, uh, hung out. We went to movies, went with the Glendale, and I saw Good Burger. No. Nah, I can't do it either. I was too old for Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Yeah, May I take your order? I, I, I was too old. <laughs> I interviewed these guys during their Good Burger period on the radio really? once. On the radio? Nice. They were really, really, you know, when we, because you talked to them beforehand and such. Yeah. They were really down to earth. They even called me the day before on my cell phone. Oh, wow. And I was at home and to just kind of break the ice a little bit, you know? And they were like, yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Um, yeah. You know, and I was just like, boy, they're really, they really talk like that. <laughs> I'll, so, I'll tell you what, that though. Was I, think, I think both of those actors are funny people, though. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. And, and you know, if I watched Good Burger with somebody who really enjoyed it, maybe I would like the movie. But uh, it, it was just kind of blah, like yeah. what I've seen. And again, it's not it's not a great movie. But again, oh, no. Chris and I went and watched it, and we were just like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, it was kind of, it makes it special for that. And I do this thing where, you know, Chris, Jenny, and I get together every Christmas Eve. We do a gift exchange with each other. Well, I've incorporated as part of their gift as a gag gift. And I always get them something out of the $5 bin. Oh, nice. So they have, they have gotten Good Burger. And they got all seven Leprechaun movies. <laughs> you know, Shane, we should make an episode for Christmas where after we bring Jenny and Chris on with J-Bird oh. so they can talk about the $5. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Right. They've got stacks of movies, man, stacks of them. I'm in for this. Um, next one is a, a quickie, Rush Hour 1 and 2. I just got that recently. I, I pay $5 for the I love the first one, so I pay $5 first. for the first one. Absolutely. Yeah, first bad. one's five great. Bucks. Second yeah. one's fine. Yep. Um, five bucks, uh, Grumpy Old Man 1 and 2. Nah, not for me. I wouldn't buy them. I might buy them for my dad, but like I do enjoy those movies when they're on. I, I the first one, I'll, I'll I, the first one, one is great. I'll first one on, is but... really, really, really good. And you know, I mean, I love Minnesota, so they're not that movie. Many movies that take place in Minnesota. So is that Anne Margaret in that movie? Yes. yes. Dude, she for being as old as she was yep. in those films, she You're is right. like wow. Yep, smoking hot. Daryl Hannah's in that too. 
Um, the next one here, I'm sure I'm alone on this one, but again, it has a little place in my heart during the time it came out and everything I was kind of going through and with my mom and stuff like that. And it is Who's That Girl, Madonna? Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. No. No. It's 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 silly, but you know, it's just it's it it is what it is. You know, it's it is what it is. Um, I remember the music video, and I love I love the music video. Oh yeah, these next ones I'm sure you'll you'll like. Um, I got the the aliens, alien, alien resurrection, alien three. It, and then the the second aliens. So all, I got all four aliens for five bucks. They're all worth five bucks for me. I like them all. Enough for five dollars. Five bucks each. Um, let's see. Uh, this one here. I'll say on the next. I've got five more here, and I'll say you'll like four of the five. All right. Um. So quick shout out to Uncle Buck. Oh yep, yep. Five dollars from me. Never seen it. Oh, what? dude. I know, oh, I know. You should watch that. Oh my gosh, you totally need to watch Uncle Buck. That's a great, great '80s comedy, and oh, one yeah. of John John Candy's best, actually, too. Um, from the '90s, City Slickers. Yeah, Love another, it. another movie that can't be made today because it's so good. This is um, this City Slickers is out like when I was just started college. Okay, and so I saw yep. it right before I went to college in '91. Uh, so. Um, one of my favorites from the '90s, Clueless. Yep, you got my five dollars. Love it. Paul Rudd hasn't aged today since that movie. Alicia Silverstone too, and Stacey Dash for crying out loud looks the same. Uh, uh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she, she's crazy, but she's beautiful. Yes, she is. I um, uh, I will say Clueless. It's funny you make me laugh because you pull that up, and I know Shane loves that movie. I did, like, I did. I did. I <laughs> did. It did. I did. Whatever. <laughs> I like Breckin Meyer in it a lot. He's cool. Yeah, I, uh, I think it, it it it's fine now. I might pay five bucks for it, but uh, it, like, yeah, it's a it's a little. It hits some really slow points in that movie. Okay, fine. Oh, I, I love Clueless, man. All right, I love a, it. Um, it was said Clueless was like a was the it thing of its day. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I think it was, it was it 95 maybe 95, that came yeah. out? it was the summer it was pretty big and it was like this kind of the it it thing it was kind of like um the early mean girls you know well yeah. not only that but dude like they're they um they're smoking marijuana in that movie and they and they're drinking in that movie and it's pg-13 how the heck they got away with that like nowadays, they definitely could not get away with what they have in that movie. Oh, I agree. PG thirteen. The fourth one here you probably would like would be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hundred percent. Yep. Best uh, one of the best eighties movies of all time. Agreed. This one here, I'm. I uh, know I'm alone on this one, but I really did enjoy because I kind of was freaked out watching it at the time. Would be Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, it's not five bucks for me. Yeah. It's a good movie, though. Like overall, it's like it's yeah. I mean, it's not something I'd be like, oh, I need to own. Yeah. Not well, see, I was know. a big. I had. I have a big thing for Julia Roberts, so, and that was right off Pretty Woman, so I liked it. Right on. Um, this one I got probably maybe 
I don't know, within a year or so, or no, a year and a half ago, maybe it was during one of those Christmas uh, Black Friday special things. But I got the uh, Gone with the Wind. I never owned it. And I thought, you know, I've seen bits and pieces over my life, but I'm like, one of these days, I'm just going to sit down and watch this damn movie. But now I got a copy of it. And I'll have to sit through commercials and stuff, you know? This is why they won't get my $5, because I will never sit through that movie ever again in my entire life. My only question is, you bought it a year and a half ago thinking, I'll watch this at some point, and it's still shrink-wrapped. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't believe how much of my stuff is shrink-wrapped. My whole thing is, is that I'll go through my library, and I'll just kind of take my finger along, and I will pick something. And, I mean, like the other day, yesterday, I just watched The Hangover 2. I opened it up. <laughs> Hangover 2 came out in 2011. I just opened up my Blu-ray yesterday on that. Okay, but and, and most of my guys... movies are most of my movies are like that, but it's there for when I want it. Okay, I got you. Do you too find that I find when I'm trying to or I'm thinking I can watch a movie, I've got two hours. I find myself watching things that I've already watched more so than finding something new oh sure and i don't and i don't know if that's because out of like the sheer laziness of like i don't want to have to pay real attention to the tv right now right so i yeah. like mess with my phone while i'm kind of sure. watching this movie or do something else while i'm kind of watching this movie or if i just you know what i mean like i know that i'm not gonna want to pay attention for the full two hours which is really weird because when I work in the movie theater, I'll literally watch anything sure. every week. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I will watch something every week. But, but yeah. I think, too, I think, too, is, is part of it is to, is to, you know, like, like again, and I, I mean, this may come back up again tonight again. Like, watching The Hangover 2 last night, I had no idea how it was going to end. I forgot parts of the movie. Like, I had no idea where it was going as far as what was going to happen next. Because it, you know, I, I just didn't remember the movie. So when I was watching it, I actually liked watching it last night versus when I actually first saw it. I can see and that. I only, I only bought it because I wanted to have the trilogy so that I could come back to it someday to watch it again. Well, and, and the same thing here. Like, um... I just watched Dogma this week for the first time since the theater. I've owned the DVD since the DVD came out, but I I never popped it in. And so then I just rewatched it. Uh, I just watched it last night. So what were your uh, feelings rewatching Dogma? I'm very curious about this now. Uh, Dogma was is a <laughs> it's very much a Kevin Smith movie. Uh huh. There's some things that make absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Sure. From a from a writing standpoint, more so than anything else. But uh, but overall, like it's a solid comedy. It's really like I really like the the evolution of the the Renegade Angels. Okay. Uh, their, the the evolution of their characters during the film, I think, is really cool. Um, but yeah, like. Yeah, overall, I like, you know, I don't, I'm trying to think in the view askew universe, 
I used to think it was at the bottom. It's probably in the middle for me. Do you uh, feel like it was a waste of your time to rewatch it? Absolutely not. Okay. It was yeah. a, it's a lot of fun. I really, I mean, but you know, I'm a Kevin Smith fan, so like, I really enjoy watching his films for the most part. So good to hear. All right, Jaber. Next to you be here. Um, I think we'll hold a special place in Jason Mayer's heart. Uh, but again, from the five dollar bin, and lots of good memories watching this movie. Going to see this movie. In fact, I went to see it twice in Chicago during the summer. I think it was 1987 or 88. One of those two. But it would be red heat. <laughs> uh, that's a no for my five dollars. So my my brother David constantly says that if you want a A rating from him, your movie must have three things. One is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Doesn't matter if it's a cameo or if he's a star. Two, it must have explosions of some sort. And obviously there's explosions in Red Heat because you can see it from the box art. And then three, it must show boobs at some point. I knew it! That's the, you get an A plus out of Dave Mayer. So, um... <laughs> I haven't watched Red Heat probably since like 85, 86. When did that movie come out? When did that come out? It was like 87 or so, 87, 88. Oh, gee. Okay, so then I definitely haven't. I've seen it like once or twice on video. So it might have been the early 90s, the last time I watched it. I, I might pay five bucks for that if I was really like in the mood to watch an old Arnold movie. So... As much as you like the Arnold movies, and you said you as a kid would go see the Arnold movies, hell yeah, that's a score, man. Oh, dude. That, that, was like, said, that was like one of the good Arnold movies, you know? I see, but I don't remember it being good. Like, I remember him having a really bad accent. Wait a second. All and... of Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are shitty, but they're oh, fun. No. They're funny and good. You've seen Predator, no, 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 right? No. Well, I, okay. Predator, You've seen Terminator, okay, Predator, right? Predator is A. Predator would be an A. Like Commando would be a B. Commando, the dialogue is so bad, but oh, the movie yes. is fun and it's got great action and it's brief, gets right to the point and they're done. But the Absolutely. movie is like, like cheese on a damn cracker, man. I mean, oh, dude, <laughs> I probably put it. I probably give it a score of a C because, like, even though I love the movie, it's a it's a really bad movie overall. It is, but like, it's fun though. Oh, absolutely! I'm just saying, like popcorn, shoot 'em up, boom, like fun. I really don't like the six day. I really don't like uh, collateral damage. Like he hit a lot of duds in the End late nineties. No, no, yeah, but but like eighties eighties Arnold movie. Any eighties Arnold movie you find in a five dollar bin, you grab that damn thing. So yeah, probably. Our next feature is Red Dawn. Love the it. original? Yeah, Love oh yeah, oh, definitely. Yep. Patrick Swayze is so awesome. Like, and to think of everybody that's in that movie too: Jennifer Grey, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, yep. Charlie Sheen, like Leah um, Thompson. Mm-hmm. Dude, freaking out! What's the? Who's the fighter pilot who gets shot down? What's his name? Oh, he's in like he was in everything. Powers Booth. That's oh, what yeah, Powers okay. Booth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's yeah. in that film, man. I love yeah. that movie. That that's one of those ones that my brothers, when we lived in Germany and that came out, they used to watch that all the time. And it was like it was almost like a what would we do kind of situation if we were here oh, in sure. Germany and, and and especially during the Cold War. Like 
if that, and that movie was here. so that movie came out in 1984 i was in chicago and it was so controversial and it had the the pg-13 rating and it was i just remember it being controversial i, I don't i don't know but anyways um so the next movie um I don't know visually. I just love watching it. Is it a great movie? Eh. It's a fine movie, but I'm a huge Kevin Costner fan. Waterworld. Nope. 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 You can pay me $100. I won't watch it again. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. Um, that's a little harsh. Nope. I hate that um, movie. I, I hate that movie. I thought Waterworld was just kind of... Uh, Stupid. Um, <laughs> nope. Nothing. No, it's it's dumb. I had no. never seen anything like it before, and yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> well, and there's another reason why you buy it in the five dollar bin is because Kevin Costner is probably my one of my favorite actors, and I just like like his movies. Oh, I like man. his movies so much that we have Dances with Wolves. Oh my God! No, five dollar bin. No, never seen it. No, don't waste your time. Shame. Watch, watch the can, watch the trailer, and you've seen the how movie. How can you not? How can you not like no. watch Dance with Wolves? Lame. I had no fun during that movie. It was boring. That's a great movie. No, it was Oscar winning movie too. It was an Oscar winning you know, uh, movie, but me and the Academy like, we'll don't get along. We'll continue with th- um, uh, Kevin Costner, uh, Three Days to Kill. Final. Horrible movie. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate it as much as oh, the man. other two. Who was the blonde chick that was in that? Maggie Gray? Amber Heard and Amber Heard. That's right. That movie makes no sense whatsoever. Not at all. No. It, no. Came out it right at the make, same time. You know why it makes sense? Came out the same time that it was at, like nonstop or taken three. It was a Liam Neeson movie that yeah. came out right around you the same time. Makes, you know why it makes sense? Because it's a $5 movie. Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner sent me an autograph picture uh, from a Dances with Wolves scene for my high school graduation. So, well, um, that's pretty awesome. Do yeah, you have got it it. it's, in my, it's in my office. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. He, he's obviously a much nicer guy than he is about choosing smart movies to do. Yes. Um, <laughs> the next one here. You got him is, to agree to that while he wasn't paying attention. The next one here is uh, a no-brainer, uh, and it's uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, five dollars, easy. I just got that not too long ago. Uh, Untouchables would be another one. I like it. That it's movie, five dollars, dude. That movie is so. Uh, it, I think it was David Mamet who wrote that and directed it. Um, no, it was Brian De Palma. Yeah. Brian De Palma might have directed it, but I think he, I don't think he wrote it. I think it was a David Mamet script. Um, Touchables. Um, uh, you are 100% correct. Dude, he, his writing in that movie is top notch. Like, I love the dialogue and the, like, how it, and obviously it's Brian De Palma's directing as well. Sure. But like, his, but the dialogue in that movie is very classic dialogue for me. That's one. I, 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 that's one I need to go back and watch again. I haven't seen it in a, in a while, and um, but it it's is kinda, unwrapped, so I have watched it at some point since I've purchased it. It's kind of, it's kind of, it kind of plays like a TV movie almost nowadays. 
for the most part, but like, I, uh, but it's yeah, it easily. No, knowing that Mamet wrote it, because I did not know that until now, I, I think I like it more than I previously did, because I love his writing. Yeah, his writing is awesome. When uh, when I like his writing, it's sure. really good. And see, I love Kevin Costner, so if he's in a shitty movie with horrible writing and a bad script or story, I love it because I love Kevin Costner. So. Well, that's cool. David Mamet doesn't write bad stuff, so... Um. The next one here, total cult classic. Love it, love it, love it. The original Grease. Yeah, yeah. I already own it, so I'm not paying $5 again for it. <laughs> uh, that movie is a timeless classic for me. Um, grew up watching it constantly. Uh, it, it was something that just played in my house a lot. Um, that movie actually know. should be rated R. Oh, hell yes. There's Especially a lot the- of sexual innuendo. I don't know yeah. how that movie is PG, man. Dude, well, so is Jaws, which makes no sense back in the day either. But um, with with Grease, it's something that, like, I won't show it to my kids yet, but I was probably my kids, I was probably seven, eight, nine years old when I started watching that on my own and really enjoying it. But, like, dude, that movie is, yeah, timeless classic. I, Olivia Newton-John, there's a reason why I have a thing for blondes. So, <laughs> so yeah. Five and, and I thought that, for some reason, I would really grasp onto musicals going forward. And I, I'm not a big musical guy at all, at all. But, I mean, I like, there are a lot of, there are a lot of musical movies that I like. If I break it down and start counting back and whatnot, in general, I do not like musical movies, but I do like enough musical movies to not be like a prick. Okay. So, did you like The Greatest Showman? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. I like like if you look at musicals, Greatest Showman was great. I love like Victor Victoria, um, but like I liked a lot of. Disney musicals back in the day too. Mary Poppins, Sound of Music, Dragon. Um, but I didn't get into like the Rent or whatever else they you know convert. I I, I love Chicago. I loved Chicago. It's a it's amazing because there's like a lot of like you love musicals and you can like a like a lot more musicals than I do. But it's amazing for me not the, uh, being a guy who does not really like a lot of musical. When I do like one, what makes me like it or what draws me to it? I'm still trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Well, and you had superstar power at the time with Chicago, man. Like, and Catherine Zeta-Jones actually showing off her dancing skills was fantastic. Like, she and I mean, she was a she was a bona fide superstar at the point in time they made that. Along with something just drew you in till you just liked it, you know what I mean? And I didn't care le- I could care less about Chicago before that, the play, the the Broadway show or anything. But watching the movie, I'm like, oh. So now when I hear other people sing those songs or like maybe the original cast that sang those songs when someone's just playing the soundtrack or something like that, I'm like, I oh, okay. You know, you can sing to it because you know it. Yeah. So but it only took that movie to draw me into the Chicago. So um, some quick pointer outers uh, here. Um, Gremlins, yep. classic eighties. Yep, eighties um, again. I th- the five dollar bin is totally eighties band. Um, the Outsiders, hundred percent yes. Um, this one, 
90s Tommy Boy. Yeah, I like the movie. I'd probably pay five bucks for it. Tommy have... Boy is a cult classic, man. Oh, dude. Like, um, growing up, the, the friends that I had that are Shane and I's age that I used to watch movies with all the time, like, that was definitely one of the ones that kept getting played over and over again, for along sure. with, like, Happy Gilmore and Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. Uh, like, everything from the SNL crew around that time. Was, yep. Most of it was a lot of fun. So I this is one I need to throw yep. in because it's 29 years old now. All right. Uh, but it's uh, Wayne's World. Yep, 100% <laughs> yes. that movie. Is that in the, the same genre we just talked about? Yeah, and, like, that's something that's I, – I, I laugh – like you were telling me you laugh at jumping jack flash that's what i laugh at wayne's world like i'm stupid laughing at it <laughs> um, it it especially if i wait a long time in between viewings dude i'm, I'm rolling and like oh yeah that's what i need to Great i need one. to put back in and, and watch again because it's been a while since I've, I've seen that i don't think i own the second one but I will look for it in the $5 bin so I can have the collection. <laughs> um, the next one here, um, this is just a fun movie that I really liked. And um, I liked the um, I liked the idea, the story behind uh, seeking, you know, generally people are seeking out for a relationship with, you know, to find a spouse of some type. Well, this okay. guy was seeking out to find his friend, a friend, and an I love you, man. And I, I just think this was a good, fun movie. It was okay. I probably don't pay five. I own it, and that's because somebody gave it to me free. Thank you, Justin Rochelle. Um, <laughs> thank you, Blockbuster Video. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I probably wouldn't have bought that movie for five dollars. Uh, I do like Paul Rudd. Jason Segel's really funny in it, and. It's got the best band of all time in it, Rush. Sure. Uh, so um, I, there's a lot of check marks that would be checked for me, but I, I don't know if I'd actually purchase it. That's really weird. I did for five bucks. <laughs> um, this one here, um, these next maybe couple, for two. I went in. Um, I went in. The, I got in this period where back in 2016, where. I just took the risk and I would buy it because I've heard so many good things about it. And, and I'm talking about movies from way back in the day and whatnot that weren't in my time period and such, but were big movies. And so I thought five bucks, I mean, you know, you go to the movies and pay five bucks or, you know, whatever. Um, and that is, um, so when I would find something, I would just grab it. It's kind of like Gone with the Wind. I just grabbed it for five bucks. But this one here would be The Great Escape. Never seen it. And if you've Never. not seen this movie, this is an excellent, excellent, excellent movie. Um, and it's just about um, Americans escaping from, um, you know, some type of... Uh, POW camps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's just well done. And, and it's a solid, solid movie. And I highly recommend watching this movie. Okay. Do it when no one in, can interrupt you. You've just got a lazy day and you can just sit there for two and a half hours and just jump into this story here. It's really, really solid. Steve McQueen is just a badass. Well, and on top of that, another movie I've never watched, and every time I thought about watching it, I was like, I don't know if I want to sit through that much time, is A Bridge Over the River Kwai. Like, uh, um, okay. 
Yeah, that's a, that is so funny that you mentioned that um, because I got this one at the $5 bin, but I was also going to the Carmel Library and renting movies. And I was I went through this period where I was renting movies where, you know, I've heard of them and they were be, be it before my time. And yeah. I watched Bridge Over River Kwai and I had a, a tougher time getting through that, but I watched it and it was still good. It's long. But it's it's good if you got the time to do it. I, I, I recommend it. Um, that yeah, and that, that, Lawrence of Arabia is the other one that I've never watched because it's so. That good. is hard to get through. And, and Gone with the Wind. I've not seen any of those three. Um, the next one here is kind of still on that same kind of uh, theme. Um, three Days of, of Condor. Robert Redford, Faye Dunaway, really, really, really good movie. But this is part of a double feature. And this was a double score for me because I had rented Three Days of Condor from the library and it was great. Took the movie back and then weeks later or whatever, I find in the $5 bin a double feature of Three Days of Condor and probably one of my all-time favorite movies, All the President's Men. And so both for five bucks was a total win. And have you seen All the President's Men? I have seen All the President's Men and I like that one. I don't know if it I paid is, $5 for that. I have not well, seen the other one. It's a double feature. Sure. No, for you get both for 5 bucks. So, no, but I haven't seen the other one. You know, it's like I keep buying Jennifer Lopez packets, and they keep throwing Made Man Hat <laughs> in all of them. But I'm, I figure if I'm getting two or three other movies, and I'm getting them all for $5, well, I've got three Made Man Hattons. You know was, what I mean? Was, was Honey ever in the $5 bin? No, I don't have honey. Honey? honey Just yeah. the Albus honey? Yeah, like, has that ever been in the $5 bin? I'm oh, sure it has been. I know you would pay $5 for that. <laughs> but, I'd pay $5 um, for that. Jason, All the President's Men is just a fantastic, fantastic political news drama thriller. I mean, it's just, it'll have you on the edge. The writing is great. The acting is great. It's very old school. Um, it's just a fantastic movie. I probably watch that once a year at least. Um, so other quickies here that I've got. Uh, Point Break, definitely five dollars. Dude, one of the best. That it's at least top ten, if not top five, action films. Agreed. Cape Fear, I like Dude, it. I pay five dollars. Great. That, it's creepy, great man. Film. That movie's creepy. It's, it's, it's very super creepy. creepy. I think it. I don't know. Like I don't. The fact that they that's a remake is kind of weird to me. That, that's yeah. But yeah. It, it was it was fantastic though. Um, this movie just really really. I don't even know if I'll watch it again, but I got <laughs> it because I I got it. I'll watch it someday. Sure. It's part of the Jerry Bruckheimer whatever series or whatever you want to call it. Days movie. of Thunder. Um, no, I do the have Rock. The Rock, yes. 100%. Oh, oh. And the reason why 100%. I got this, the reason why I got this movie is because it just reminds me of Clearwater. Oh, that's a great oh, thing, absolutely. but it's also fun. It's a great Dude, movie. It totally that, just, like, this was out in like, it was a summer. summer. I don't 96. know what summer, uh, what, yeah, I knew it was summer and it w did well. And it was just big at Clearwater, and I just remember seeing it, and it was just it reminded was it me May? of Clearwater. What? Yeah, I think it was May yeah, of '96. Yeah, I know it. Oh, you there? It was early June. 
It was June that came out, I think. Okay. Because it was right after we had, uh, right after our school year ended that year. Um, so the next one here is, is total cult classic. I love this movie. It's Caddyshack. Okay. Yeah. 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 Jason Mayer. Never seen it. What? <laughs> it's fun. It's oh worth five dollars. Caddyshack is kind of on the. Uh, well, that it's kind of on that bachelor party. Ridiculous just, level. I'm no, not kidding. Yeah, you, you know, it, it's it only bachelor party. I think is a little raunchier. Sure, but but Caddyshack is is bizarre. Just, yeah, yeah. I pulled out a pen and I am writing down the movies that are interesting enough to me that I want to research going into watching. Just because sometimes, and you know, Caddyshack is one of those ones that like I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I don't know what the story is. I remember Bill Murray trying to kill the the gopher. Uh, the gopher. The gopher. Yep. And I remember at one point he cleans the pool, right? Isn't that yeah. him? Mm-hmm. He does Judy! that. And it's a payday. <laughs> and it's a payday or whatever. Clark Bar like, or so, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's one of those movies where I know I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. And I remember that. And I don't know if that's Caddyshack 1 or 2, but. But yeah, like, I've never watched it all the way through. So that's definitely something I want to add to my list. Um, Denzel Washington's Man on Fire. Dude, you know what? That movie is literally like that is a Punisher movie written by somebody who's not in the Marvel universe. Like that's literally that. like, dude, that movie is, and it's hard hitting. It's very graphic and violent. Um, that's Tony Scott directing that. Um, I remember watching it and thinking, man, I just watched something cool. Like, not necessarily, like, everybody should see this movie. I don't feel like it's on John Wick level, but, like, I thought, like, I definitely could pay $5 for that and not even blame. Uh, Goonies. Oh, dude. That's not even a question. Um, Goodfellas. Yep. Um, First Mission Impossible. Oh, 100%. The best Mission Impossible. Yep. Um... The only actual Mission Impossible movie that actually felt like the TV show before they became action films. Yeah. I still think that they... The further they progress with those movies, I did, they're just quality freaking movies. Uh, they're, they're good. They're good. They're, 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 they're very action movies, but like the entire plot of the TV series was a group of guys that go undercover and don't get noticed at their job. Which the right. first one does, but literally after John Woo stamped on the second movie, it's like, how much crap can we blow up? How big of an explosion can we have? How many fights can we have? We're going to blow up the Kremlin. Dude, Jay Bird and I are, were with, was it Kevin Kehoe and Dion for the trade screening of that? It was a trade screening instead of a 10 a.m. trade screening. It was a 7, 6 p.m. or a 7 p.m. trade screening. We had to get Jaybird, I think it was you, had to call in a favor with Paramount to get us on the list. List. Because we weren't, it wasn't open to just anybody like right. it normally was. Like we had to, like, we, he had to ask somebody to let us go to see that. And the four of us <laughs> went and saw it. And all that kept going through my head was, this is not like, 
this is an action movie, but this is nothing, nothing like the first one. Yeah. I like I liked MI2 a lot though. For its own on its own for a sequel, I thought it was pretty good. Um uh, no. quickies, um, because I've never seen it before, but I want to again, it's old school sound of music. I would say it's been a long time since I've watched it. I would pay uh, uh, Highlander. I would Love pay five dollars for that. Poltergeist two and three, which are horribly bad but fun. Nah. I've never seen two or three. They are they are so bad they're good. I enjoy the first one a lot. Oh yeah. Um and you know the first one, I still the first one I own on DVD, but I want to get Blu-ray of it, but I haven't I've just not come across it. Um Office Space. Yep. Uh Horrible Bosses. You know what? Weird movie. Like the second one better than I like the first one. I think that's one of the very few movies I can say that about too. Were you like part two better than the first one? I like the second one better than the first one. Chris Pine makes that second movie so good. Yeah. I'll have to watch the second one again. I, I, I've i kind of dump truck theory. I forgot. The first, one, the first one's fine. Yeah. And I enjoy It's just there. But the second one, like, I was, I was gut laughing at the second one. For me, I think the. Um... Jennifer Aniston was good, and, and she was so believable, and I think that was kind of her crossing a line that she hadn't before, and yeah. I, to me, she really kind of made that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see, uh, A Few Good Men. Perfect movie. Um, the Doors. Never seen it. Uh, Hunt for Red October. <laughs> Best uh, best movie with um, Jack Ryan. Yeah, best Jack Ryan movie ever. Best Jack Ryan movie, yes. My cousin Vinny's cousin. good. Dude, so good. Marissa told me uh, actually deserved the Oscar for that. Oh yeah. Uh, Breakfast Club. Yep. Dude, like that movie. That's one of those movies that I lumped together with like the the other, some of the other John Hughes movies with like Ferris Bueller. Like those are like those two are like quintessential. This is the eighties. The Brad Pack movies. Yep. The, yeah, but, but I, not all of them for me. Like like that. Those two especially are like top notch. Way oh, better than all the. But others. like you know, your Sixteen Candles, Saint Elmo's Fire, yes. That that's all part of that Brad Pack. But again, all those other ones that you just mentioned, I don't care for them nearly as much as I enjoy Ferris Bueller and Breakfast Club. So, and, 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 and again, it's probably because, you know, for me, I'm old. How old are you? How much older am I? Than you? You're, you're, ten, you're six years older than us. Okay. So for me, you know, Seven years. 1984 through 87 was like the John Hughes oh yeah Rat Pack kind of and we just that people of that time period just kind of really grasped that and just embraced it and, and such so um, Rudy eh, okay movie don't want to own it Shane it's, it's a good movie I just don't want to own it you kind of don't you like movie with a little heart in it I do, and it's fine. It's a good movie. I just don't want to own it. Look at that. <laughs> um, the uh, talented Mr. Ripley. I don't want to own it. it I don't want to own movie, it. But, yeah, yeah, it's fine. 
Beetlejuice. I pay five dollars for that. That movie is so messed up. It's ridiculous. Um, probably one of my favorite romantic comedies, and I, I just think it is fucking awesome, awesome, awesome movie. It's kind of on that level of Notting Hill for me, and that would be Bridget Jones's Diary. Negative. Never watched it. This now. movie, I kid you not, there are so. This is a really. This is a solid, solid movie. And most people call it, probably call it a chick flick, but there are so many freaking funny moments in this movie that, I mean, it, I don't even know who wrote this. I mean, it is an excellent, excellent movie. It's really, really fun. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend you put that on your list there, Jason. Okay. Put one. Um, you going to write that down? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not being, I'm not being like, over the top or anything like that. I really think you legitimately would like it. <laughs> I'm pulling Watch out it with Lethal one night. I, I, I pulled it out. I'm, I'm doing it. Bridget Jones's Diary. I got it. Okay. Um, Long Kiss Goodnight. Yes. You know, that, movie, Sold. that movie is so bad, but it is so good. It's so, so fun. Like, I remember like, seeing that when we played it at Clearwater and what was so funny about it was like I wasn't expecting it to be fun. Oh no. And it was yeah. totally like great action, a lot of fun. It's way over the top. Way over the top. Yeah, um, but it's one but, of those where you not you don't have any expectation. You have low expectation on the thing actually, you know, and then you go in and you watch it. And one of the movies I had the lowest expectation on, I went in and watched it, and it's one of the greatest movies of all time, is Shawshank Redemption. Okay. I went into that movie like, what is this jail movie? You know. Uh, All right, Jimmer, I'm gonna stop you here real quick. I'm gonna let you know, as of right now, you have gotten two hundred and fifty dollars from me if my math is right. Oh my god! <laughs> you have you have now sold me on fifty of these movies that I would pay five dollars for. So as <laughs> as we're about to wrap it up, I want you to look and pick the last five. That you want to try to sell us on out of your collection. Well, okay, while well, you're doing, doing that, more. Okay, so I've got Dane, uh, dis so disclosure. Do we, hold, 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 wait, 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 just a second, Jaber. So, Shane. Yeah. Here comes the challenge. Okay. Are you spending that 250 sometime this week? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go I, ahead, I, just I didn't write down all the movies he sold me on. I just kept track every time I said yes. Uh, and, and he has now convinced me that I would have spent $250 had I been in his position. <laughs> Next on the list, uh, double feature disclosure, fatal attraction. Uh, nope. Eh, may I maybe. Passed. Depends Depends on what mood I'm in. Fatal I, will attraction say, was I will say the point in time where she seduces, uh, Demi Moore seduces Michael Douglas in, in um, what's the movie again? Disclosure. Disclosure. Wow, for sure. That like, like they don't even show much, but they, like, they don't. It's all silhouetted. That's like I. It's believable. I, I was totally well. No, I was gonna say I was totally excited when I watched. Sure, that and it's it's based on a Michael Crichton book as well. Um, yes. Uh, but um, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say, but of those two movies, I would probably buy it for Fatal Attraction instead because I just. Did not enjoy Disclosure as a movie, uh, but Fatal yeah, Attraction was insane. 
Um, I, I don't want to get too involved in this one because we've talked yep. about it before. Yep. But I bought it in the five dollar bin. American Beauty. Yep. Done. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, good movie. It's fine. I won't expect you to watch this, but I want you to watch the first one, Jason. Bridget Jones's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the third one? Yes. Okay. Blues Brothers original. Great movie. Absolutely. Big Trouble in Little China. Amazing Dude, movie. That, that movie is so great. So good. One of the best thrillers of all time. Play Misty for me. Never seen it. What is that about? It's basically what why Fatal Attraction came out. They, oh. It's kind of a play on Fatal Attraction. I mean, no, Fatal Attraction is a play on Play Misty for me. So Better. Play Misty for me is with Clint Eastwood, and he is a radio DJ, and he meets this woman in a bar. And she basically is like the Glenn Close. So Fatal Attraction is a ripoff of this. Interesting. It's an updated I, version of this movie. I, I will write that movie down to look into. Yeah, you can even, if you want to borrow it from me, you can't, Shane. Play Misty for me. It's an excellent movie. All right. Clint Eastwood directed, and um, it's, it's, it's creepy as shit. All right. Um, League of Their Own. Yes. Home Alone. 100% yes. Seven. Yes, 100% yes. We got through all the movies, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dude, that was a great And you know what? There are more $5 movies, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Here's the the funny thing. Um, I will say, so, I actually, when I moved some time ago, I condensed things and I threw a bunch of, I wanted to get rid of a bunch of boxes and stuff. Uh But I have two of these things here, which I think hold maybe two, three, or hundred movies so all these are filled with five dollar wow. movies too Gems. so i have i have two of these sitting right here and they're all filled right here oh my god what, so real quick before we wrap this up what would you say your dvd slash blu-ray disc collection is at number wise over a thousand I, you know sure. i would actually have to i would actually have to to count them but i would guess I'm probably somewhere between fifteen hundred to two thousand. Nice. That is a that is so, a respectable collection. Jaybird, now that we've talked about your five dollar bin throughout this whole episode, my question for you is can you give me a movie that was in the five dollar bin that you were just like, hell no. Five dollars is way too much for this piece of crap. Can you remember picking out any any movie out of a five dollar bin and going, "That's ridiculous. Nobody should ever pay this." Uh, it was Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Oh, <laughs> that's a recent movie to already be in the five dollar bin. Yeah, Tom oh. Cruise's The Mummy is now in the five dollar bin, and I actually had it in my cart. Ooh. And before I I checked out, I actually pulled it out, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm, and I I was gonna buy it because I just, I think watching the movie, it visually it's great. There's yeah. some really good visual moments in the movie, and I love the airplane crash scene. I was buying that specifically because I love that action sequence. But I was just like, uh, no, no. And so <laughs> if I if if, if it, it comes down to it. You know, if my heart's not, you know, pitter pattering, 
I, I won't buy it. Okay, but you picked that up and then had second thoughts about it. I'm asking if there's ever been a movie that you picked up out of the $5 bin and you were like, hell no. Like, oh, you didn't even oh, think oh, about yeah. purchasing. Oh, plenty, plenty. Like, no, no, no. But I want to know if there was like a specific movie, any, if you can remember any specific movie that made you go, oh, hell no. Uh, that cartoon Rio. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, I mean, that's always in there. Rio, Rio 2. And uh, I mean, a lot of the animated stuff, you know, Madagascar and all that. No. Uh, okay. no. And, and, and there's a lot of, um, of uh, oh, what's the action star, guys? There's a lot of like, um, oh. Scorpion King 3 and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And just like that Randy weird Couture. stuff like that. And like, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Steven Seagal stuff and Whoa. Nick Cage, you know, stuff. And I'm just like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, I just want to say I, thank I do you. have willpower, so <laughs> I want to say thank you very much, Jaybird, for pulling out all those from your collection and going through them with us tonight. I had a lot of fun. I, I honestly didn't make fun of his movies as, as many movies as I thought I was going to. Uh, there's actually a pretty good selection you got for five bucks. Uh, Jason Mayer, as always, it's a pleasure having you on here. I enjoy talking movies with you. Uh, sadly, we don't do it as often as we used to. Um, if you are listening at home or watching the video, I appreciate you guys stopping by for another episode. Uh, we always have fun talking movies, and the uh, the audio-only announcement should be coming sometime in the next couple of days. We're technically on a couple of audio-only sites. I'm just waiting for the big one to approve me, uh, and then I'm going to make the announcement. So uh, thank you for watching this video, and we will be back. I don't, I haven't decided what episode 6 is going to be yet, so I have no teaser for that. So uh, stay tuned.